only took like five years. So uh, very good to see everyone out today. And I appreciate Andrew leading that last song. Um, that's, that song uh, from Psalms 19 is uh, the, the things that Psalm 19 says or that we read in Psalm 19 are really a lot of what we're going to talk about this morning. Uh, and thinking about how we think about God's Word uh, is the, the best way that I had to, to title this lesson. Um, and so if you want to have your Bibles ready, I don't have a PowerPoint this morning, and I've got all of the verses printed out here for me, uh, so you'll have to be pretty quick in flipping around. But uh, we're going to be, be talking a lot about our attitude surrounding God's Word and, and just what do we think about it and, and, and in our mind, how do we view God's Word. Uh, and hopefully uh, be some profitable things for us to think about uh, this morning. If you go back to the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5, I think we went through that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, in the Beatitudes, there's a verse 6 that says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. And so, you know, really uh, in thinking about our attitude towards God's Word, that, that needs to be the foundation of ha- us having a hunger and thirst for righteousness. Um, Psalms uh, one nineteen, blessed are those. Verse two, blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart. And then again in verse ten in Psalms one nineteen, with my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. And so I just wanted to start with those three verses as our foundation uh, for how we think about God's word. And it's this: our mind should be such. That we are hungering and thirsting for righteousness. We're seeking out God's commandments with our whole heart. Uh, we're not wanting to wander far from His commandments. Um, and, and if we hunger and thirst for righteousness, we will in turn have to have a hunger and thirst for God's Word, right? Because He is really the source of righteousness. He's how we define what is righteous and what is not righteous. Uh, and so, if we're gonna if we're gonna have this hunger and thirst for righteousness, it, it's gonna in turn cause us to have a hunger and a thirst for His Word, so that we can learn what righteousness is and uh, and and develop that uh, in ourselves. And you know, throughout scriptures, uh, we have examples of faithful people, or, or we get glimpses of people in the in the scriptures that we can see really had this this hunger and thirst and this appreciation for God's Word, for God's teachings, for His commandments. And uh, we're going to try to look at uh, several of those in the lesson this morning. Um, In Isaiah chapter 26, uh, verses 8 and 9, we can get a little snapshot there of uh, this proper attitude or desire for God's Word and for His teachings. Isaiah 26, 89 says, In the path of your judgments, O Lord, we wait for you. Your name and remembrance are the desire of our soul. My soul yearns for you in the night. My spirit within me earnestly seeks you. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world learn righteousness. 
So that verse 9, uh, Isaiah there saying, His soul yearns for God in the night. His spirit earnestly seeks Him. Uh, those are the, the attitudes and that we're going to be talking about uh, as we read through the rest of the passages uh, this morning. And I think all of us probably know and understand that, that the greatest, maybe not the greatest, the most obvious example of someone in Scriptures to me who had this this appreciation for God's word, who had this love for his commandments and, and for his righteousness is David. Uh, and we see that over and over again in the Psalms, and that's what we're going to be reading a lot from. Uh, we saw that in the song that we sung right before the lesson in Psalm uh, 19. And uh, so we're going to look at a lot of Psalms uh, and just kind of pick out things that we see that David how he felt about God's Word, how uh, he sought out God's Word, how he appreciated God's Word, and uh, kind of examine that against ourselves. In Psalms chapter 63, Psalm 63, starting in verse 1, we're going to read uh, several verses there. A Psalm of David when he was in the wilderness of Judah. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as, a dry and we- as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food. And my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. When I, re- with joyful lips, when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night, for you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you; your right hand upholds me. And so, again, this is just one of of uh, many verses in Psalms that we're going to look at this morning. But you know, immediately we see. Uh, here, David's attitude as he thinks about, here he is in the wilderness um, of Judah, and he's thinking about God. And what does he say about it? His soul thirsts for God. Uh, his flesh faints for God, like in a dry and weary land. Uh, because of God's steadfast love, David praises God. Uh, he realizes that uh, his satisfaction comes through God. Uh, he realizes that God has been his help and that God uh, helps to uphold him. And, you know, uh, for us as Christians, developing these same uh, mindsets and beliefs within ourselves, uh, I think, are very fundamental to us being uh, faithful to God, to us cherishing his word and, and learning from it. Uh, <clears throat> When I read Psalms 119, if you want to go ahead and turn there, um, you know, that's a that's a chapter in Psalms that really the, almost the entirety of the whole chapter uh, talks about how uh, David views God's Word. And, and we're going to look at a lot of different passages from there. But when I read Psalms 19, uh, a lot of times... It really ends up making me feel bad because I know that 
the attitudes that I see David having towards God's word, I fall short of oftentimes. Uh, and and the, the way God, David thinks about God's word and his teachings and his commandments, you know, I, sometimes when I think about myself, I realize I'm not at the spot David is. And, and that makes me feel bad and makes me realize that I've got work to do. Uh, and I wanted us just to read through several of these verses in Psalms 119. And as we're reading through these things, I want us to notice uh, David's attitude towards God's commandments, his teachings, his precepts. Uh, What are David's thoughts about that and how does he feel about those? And and as we're thinking about how David feels about them, uh, let's think about do we feel the same way about them? Psalms 119, uh, verses 19 and 20. I am a sojourner on the earth. Hide not your commandments from me. My soul is consumed with longing for your rules at all times. Verse 24. Your testimonies are my delight. They are my counselors. Verse 31. I cling to your testimonies. O Lord, let me not be put to shame. And in verse 40. Behold, I long for your precepts. In your righteousness, give me life. And in verse 47, For I find delight in your commandments, which I love. Verse 72, The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Verse 103, How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Verse 111, Your testimonies are my heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. Verse 20, my flesh trembles for fear of you, and I'm afraid of your judgments. Verses uh, 127 through 129, therefore I love your commandments above gold, above fine gold. Therefore I consider all your precepts to be right. I hate every false way. Your testimonies are wonderful, therefore my soul keeps them. And in verse 160, the sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous rules endures forever. Again, that's just a few of of many of the verses in Psalms 119 that, that show David's thoughts and feelings towards God's word. And as we read through those things, again, I wanted us to think about, do we think about God's word in that way? Do we delight in God's commandments? You know, is that something that, that we're happy and delighted to hear and think about and meditate on? Do we long for His teachings because we know they're good for us? Um, do we consider God's precepts and His teachings and His commandments and His Word, do we consider that to be our counselor? Uh, just you know, like someone we would go to or something we would go to uh, when we're trying to make decisions about something and we want good advice, do we view God's Word as a counselor? Do we cling to His testimonies? You know, Do we hang on to those promises He's made us and the things that He's told us uh, and let that be uh, an encouragement for us? Do we consider God's Word to be better than all the silver and gold that we could ever accumulate? Do we realize that they're valuable? Do we hold them as valuable in our lives. Do we think about His Word being our heritage and the joy of our heart? 
Uh, is it important to us and something that we cherish and, uh, again, something that brings us joy when we think about and meditate on them? Do we have the proper fear and respect for his word? Uh, that Back in Psalms, uh, in, in verse 120, David says, My flesh trembles for fear of you, and I'm afraid of your judgments. And we understand that's a, that's a respectful fear, and that's a, a realization that, that we're the creation, he's the creator, and that his, his commandments uh, and his teachings uh, must be respected and followed. And so do we have that proper fear and respect for his word? You know, these are all uh, things that we see David showing and having. We, we can see his love for God's Word. We can see he calls it wonderful, uh, that you know, it's sweet to him. It's a great thing to him. And, and I think for us as God's children, these are all attitudes and mindsets and thoughts that we have to have and develop uh, within ourselves and maintain. You know, not only... Uh, as individuals, you know, we first have to have that as, as individual Christians, but also as a group uh, of Christians here. We need to have these same uh, attitudes and, and thoughts about God's Word. It should be something we love and cherish, that we lean on, something that we respect, and something that we follow. This, this chapter, Psalms 119, it does more than just show us how David thinks about God's Word. It shows us why in a lot of places. It, it helps us see how could David feel about this towards God's Word. What did he understand about God's Word that, that caused him to feel uh, in these ways? Uh, what did he know about God's Word? And if you look, uh, it started in verses 5. <clears throat> we'll read 5 through 11. You know, David understood and knew some things about God's Word and what it accomplished, what it did, uh, what benefit it was, and, and I think that that's what helped him to have these attitudes about it. Uh, starting in verse 5, it says, Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Then I will not be put to shame, having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart when I learn your righteous rules, and I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. And with my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander far from your commandments. For I have stored up your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. So, you know, just in those few verses we can see uh, some of the things that David uh, knew God's word could help him with, right? It's... He's he's looking to God's word for help. It helps him to not be put to shame. Uh, helps him uh, to keep his way pure. Uh, helps to guard himself. Uh, and in verse eleven, uh, basically helps us to not sin against God. Uh, is the primary thing that we see there in those verses that David understood by meditating on God's word, by cherishing God's word, by by. Uh, getting joy from his word and his commandments and, and putting those things into practice. They, he knew that that would help him uh, to, to be faithful to God and to not sin against God. In verse 71, we can even see that he knew uh, 
that God's word was, was, was of such benefit to him. There in verse 71 it says, It is good for me that I was afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. So it, David understood it was so important to learn God's statutes, even if he had to suffer some affliction or go through some hard times, uh, to be able to learn God's commandments better uh, or, or learn his statutes better, then it was worth it. He, he appreciated the benefits that came from, from knowing God's word and putting it into practice so much that he understood even if he had to learn it the hard way, it was of value to him and, and he wanted to do that. Um, he knew and believed that God's word was the absolute best guide for him in his life. Um, and not just from a spiritual standpoint. He, he believes God's word, and, and, and I do too, that God's word is the guide for us in everyday life of how to successfully uh, navigate this life as a Christian, uh, how to um, go about living in a way that is pleasing to God. He in, in verse 105, he says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Verse 92, If your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. And in verse 130, The unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. And so you put these, these three verses, and, and you think about that passage we read earlier about his statutes or his word uh, being a counselor to us. Uh, and like we can see that David knew and believed that you know God's word. When when we have decisions in our lives or try, lives or trying to figure out a direction to go or what's the best way to handle this situation or uh, the best thing to do uh, in that situation, that relying on God's word and and knowing His teachings about uh, various subjects helps to shine a light on the right path to take. It helps us to know uh, which directions we should go in. And so, you know, I can say that I, David believed that, and I believe he practiced that. Uh, and us as Christians today can do the same thing. When we have decisions that we're trying to make, uh, you know, big or small in our lives, we need to rely on God's Word and go to God's Word and think about His judgments, think about His teachings, His commandments, uh, the wisdom that we find in His Word, and let that be a lamp that lights our path uh, in the directions that we go. David also felt uh, this way about God's Word because of the hope uh, that he found in God, in His promises, and in, in the things that, that God's Word teaches us and shows us. Uh, in, in Psalms 119, in verses 49 and 50. Remember your word to your servant in which you've made me hope. This is my comfort in my affliction that your promise gives me life. And verse 143. Trouble and anguish have found me out, but your commandments are my delight. And so these again are just uh, a couple of, of verses where we see David and him thinking about God's word as, as a source of comfort, uh, him realizing the promises that God has made us give us life, that they give us hope, um, they, they can comfort us in this life because we know that the hope of heaven that we have after this life uh, is so much better than anything we have to endure here. And so 
you know, as Christians, we have to have these same thoughts about God's Word. Uh, we need to cherish those His Word. We need to to let it be our joy. Um, we need to rely on the hope and the promises that God has given us in His Word. If you look up, uh, starting in verse 169, uh, there again in Psalms 119, Let my cry come before you, O Lord, give understanding according to your word. Let my plea come before you, and deliver me according to your word. My lips will pour forth praise, for you teach me your statutes. My tongue will sing of your word, for all your commandments are right. Let your hand be ready to help me, for I have chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, O Lord, and your law is my delight. Let my soul live and praise you, and let your rules help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. So the, those few verses there, I feel like, are so applicable for us today uh, as Christians uh, and the attitudes that we should have. Um, verse 174, I long for your salvation, and your law is my delight. Uh, let my soul live and praise you and let your rules help me. You know, we have to think about God's word as a help to us and something we long for and something that we uh, desire to <clears throat> to go to have, uh, something that feeds us and nourishes us. Uh, when you look at 1 Peter, uh, if, you, if we roll over to the New Testament, Thinking about us as as God's children today under under Christ and as Christians, these same principles apply. Um, Peter in First Peter chapter two, starting in verse two, tells us, "Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good." And so. You know, there Peter is, is telling us that we need to long for God's Word. Uh, we need to view it just like a newborn baby has to have its mother's milk uh, and, and basically you know, is, is going to uh, put up a big fuss without it. Uh, as God's children, we should desire God's Word and His teachings in the same way. Uh, and that's how we can grow up into salvation. That's how we... we grow and develop and become uh, the mature Christians that, that God expects us to become. We read these passages in, in Matthew chapter 7 this morning um, and, and even talked about it a little bit and understanding that the, you know, the direct context in, in Matthew 7 of 7 and 11 uh, seems like maybe it's talking about physical things, but that and we even we even said that this this has some other applications as well. But ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks it. And for the one who knocks, it will be opened. And so, if we're hungering and thirsting for for righteousness, if we're hungering and thirsting for God's word, um, you know, we can ask Him. If we're, if we're struggling to understand some of it or wanting to grow in his knowledge, you know, we can ask and he will help us with that. Uh, we have to seek. We have to look. We have to, to study and, and dig and learn about his word. Uh, but God 
will be there to help us, uh, and 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 we'll develop this appreciation for it uh, and desire for it that He wants us to have. You know, and ultimately, uh, I think the 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 point that we see about scriptures is we can't say, "Yeah, I love God's word." Yeah, I, I want to learn God's Word, or yeah, I know a lot about God's Word, if we're not willing to, to put it in practice in our own lives, right? And, and that's what Jesus says later in, in chapter 7 of Matthew. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. So if you think about Jesus' uh, statements there about hearing his words and doing them uh, versus hearing his words and not doing them. You know, I think you can really see how that compares to to why David in Psalms 19 uh, cherished them so much. He realized they were of great value if he put them into practice. Uh, David realized they came with with benefits, both spiritual and in this life. Uh, And so, you know, David viewed God's Word as something valuable for him to learn and cherish and to put into place. And, and that's what Jesus wants for us today as his Christians. He wants us to cherish uh, God's word, he wants us to hear them, do them, put them into place. And, and, and when we do that, they are a strength for us and a comfort for us and, and something that helps us again in this life and, and of course, uh, with the hope of heaven and the, the life after this one is passed. So, you know, it's really... All I had uh, for this hour this morning is just wanted us to, to look at Psalms 119 and think about David's attitude towards God's Word uh, and think about our attitude towards God's Word and, and, and do we love it and cherish it the way David did? Do we rely on it the way that David did? Do we use it as a help to us the way that David did? Uh, do we desire to know everything we can about God's Word? Are we seeking after that righteousness, after that knowledge, uh, so that we can know all there is to know about that? Uh, and then finally, do we follow it? Uh, we put it into practice. Do we do the things God has said to do? And uh, we always offer God's invitation when we're together for anyone who's never uh, become a Christian and realizes what needs to be done to become a Christian who wants to uh, confess Jesus as God's Son and Christ, wants to repent of their sins and uh, be buried in baptism with uh, Jesus for the remission of your sins, to come up a new man, to live a new life faithful to God, then we certainly you know, welcome that and can help with that uh, in any ways that we're able to. And uh, for those of us who are Christians uh, who have done that but uh, may have fallen into sin or be struggling uh, with the difficulties that come uh, just in life and need the prayers of the group here or the help of the group here, we, we ask that you would let that be known as we stand and sing the song that's been selected.